Oh yeah, you already know what's going on. It's the Brandon Black Show. And we here again, nothing but good vibes, baby. Let the beat bang. Hey, it's the Brandon Black Show. The new podcast for your life, man. Just having fun, good vibes, talking that shit, man. It's the Brandon Black Show. Hey, hey, it's the Brandon Black Show. Hey, it's the Brandon Black Show. Uh. Yes, the Brandon Black Show, man. Quick little cutoff, bro. We are back. We are back. We are back. I am back. I am back. Episode two of the Brandon Black Show, man. And um, still in quarantine. Still in quarantine. Dealing with congestion. I do feel better. I probably sound better. Hopefully, I sound better to you, the listener. Um, and we just taking it one day at a time. Taking it one day at a time. I uh, I done something the other day that I probably shouldn't have done was tell my father that I had a positive COVID test. He actually asked me how did my test go. He knew I was going to have a test. He knew I was under the weather. For those of you that don't know, you've never been in one of my comedy shows. I talk about it. My father is incarcerated. My father has been incarcerated for 29 years in February. It's been a long, long time. And uh, those that have family members or know someone that's incarcerated, They've probably told you a lot of times incarcerated people feel helpless. You know, they want to do more than they can do. So I uh, told him I had a positive COVID test and he spoke on the phone to my mom. The phone was on speaker. Uh, I, I was back here playing 2K, you know, staying in a room and away from everybody. And uh, but I had the door cracked and my pops broke down, man. He broke down. I never heard. Uh, this man cried before and hearing this man cry really really tore me apart and you know my mom said like you shouldn't have told him and I agree I probably should have kept it to myself I probably should have told him it was negative so he wouldn't have had to worry um, I spoke with him today he called me today and he was much better today you know and I told him man I'm gonna be all right you ain't got to worry about me everything is cool God got me you prayed for me we all good we're gonna keep it pushing man so uh, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better uh, I just feel like I'm congested so I'm trying to get that taken care of and get that out the way man um, but I will say that it, it, it gave me an opportunity to start this podcast I've been wanting to start a podcast didn't necessarily know what I wanted to talk about I know I wanted to talk about me unfortunately i can't have guests around me right now but we're gonna have some guests i wanted to talk about me i wanted to talk about other people i wanted to talk about my relationship my life me chasing this comedy dream uh how that's going and uh just you know just speak my mind on shit man and hope that it's entertaining to someone and they continue to listen and they share with their friends and we grow as of right now, uh, I don't I don't have any really expectations for the show. I just want to have fun. I just want to enjoy it, enjoy what I'm doing, enjoy what I'm talking about, man. I was just on, on social media, and I just saw a funny meme. Uh, actually, it really wasn't a meme. It was comments, funny comments on Twitter. Twitter is a hilarious fucking place. If you are not still on Twitter or back on Twitter, you need to get on Twitter. 
Unfortunately, on Twitter, people my age range were considered dinosaurs on Twitter. I'm considered to be old as shit. Uh, I forgot it's 20-something years olds out there, 19s, you know, my sister age, 17-year-olds out there, and they look at somebody like me as a dinosaur, old as shit. And the particular subject I'm talking about right now on Twitter was uh, about vagina hair. Yeah, pussy hair. And, oh, man, it was some funny, funny shit, man. The guy who started the thread was like, you know, I don't give a fuck about pussy hair. Girl, if you don't pin that shit back and bring your ass on. And then another dude commented and was like, if you don't put that shit in a messy bun and come your ass on here. And somebody said, if you don't get some edge control and slit that shit down. You know, at what point does pussy hair become acceptable? I know we not in the 70s and the 60s no more, but as we get older, we get grown grown. Is pussy hair really such a bad thing? Is vagina hair that bad of a thing? I know my lady, she hates vagina hair. She actually just came back from getting waxed. I was on the phone with her. She went and got it stripped up, stripped up, stripped off. But is it really that bad? One kind I ever heard about having uh, pussy hair was that it holds odor, sweat. So, you know, you got to keep it, you got to keep it nice and fresh. You got to keep it clean because it is going to hold uh, odor, some sweat for those women that actually work out and haven't been saving to go to uh, Dominican Republic or Puerto Rico to get their body done. Uh, you having a hairy uh, vagina, you know, it may, it may cause some type of havoc in your life because you're working out and you're sweating. But fellas, is it really that bad? Comment on this podcast. Let me know what your thoughts are. I I don't mind a little vagina hair, honestly. Um, you know, we've gotten busy before, and she's had, you know, hair down there, and I, I wasn't afraid. I dove in head first. I was not afraid of it, okay? I feel like, you know, the guy that started the thread comes a point in a time in a man's life where we grown. And you just got to go for what you know. You got to go for the gusto. You understand me? It's not, it's not that bad. You know, that's, a, <laughs> that's what's funny, man. You know, I, I didn't, I didn't crack the joke, man. I'll talk about it on stage, but my father, man, he is going to be uh pretty shocked when he come home and, and he sees a, a vagina for the first time in 29 years. He's going to wonder what the hell happened. Are you sick? Do you have that? Did you catch COVID? What, what's going on down there? Where's the hair at? So we're going to have to fill him in. We're going to have to pick him up and tell him some things have changed uh, since you've been gone. Uh, we, we got smartphones now. You can FaceTime. You can see the person you're talking to now on the phone pops. And uh, also, uh, pussy is hairless. What now? Yeah, yeah, you heard, yeah, you heard me right. It's, it's hairless now. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. So brace yourself. Uh, oh I know it's been a long time, a long time. Shit. but uh, just go for what you know. Go for what you know, man. Wow. <laughs> Dive up in there. Dive in there, man. Lakers. Lakers finally uh, got it in the other day. You know, that's uh, an abrupt switch 
from pussy hair to basketball. Sir, you know, I, I figure we sir. talking about genitalia balls. Down, There's the reference. But my Lakers is looking amazing this year, man. They looking damn amazing. Beat up on the Clippers with no AD, no Brian. We got Montrez on the squad. I know that was a good win for him from leaving the loser-ass Clippers and coming to the winning-ass Lakers and then beating the Clippers the first game against the Lakers. Come on now. You can't. We we, we going back-to-back, back, man. I'm calling it right now. Y'all heard it first here. Nobody else said it. We going back-to-back. Back. I believe it in my heart of hearts that we're going to take it back to the ship, man, and we're going to win. We're going to win it again. You understand me? I, I just don't see anybody really fucking with us um <clears throat> the bench has got deep man you know what i'm saying we got schroeder now you feel me that help out in that point guard spot we needed some help with the point guard spot rondo left shout out to rondo for that amazing uh playoff performance it was taught to rondo leaving said he wanted to get the bag and uh, I guess the Lakers felt like, you know, you had a great run in the playoffs, but uh, we don't want to give you that much money, man. We don't want to give you that much money. We would love to keep you around and hold you down, but we're going to take that bag and give it to somebody else. And you can't knock the Lakers for doing that. Uh, get some fresh legs in there, man. I'm, I'm, I'm liking the way the squad looks. Uh, I ain't really been a fan of Kuz. I can't lie to you. You know, he really disappointed me in the playoffs. Uh, I would have rather tried to get somebody else for Kuz. But uh, <clears throat> he said he's going to turn it up this season. So I'm going to support my guy. He said he's going to turn it up this season. I feel like he's going to jump in there and do what he do, do what he does. Hopefully uh, his confidence is restored. By being an NBA champion, he can say that. And, and we get it going, man. We got one of the Mar Morris brothers still. It's it's going to be a great season. I don't think we can be be touched this season, man. Um, I didn't get to watch the game, unfortunately. Uh, I, I wanted to see what Playoff P was doing. You know, Paul Paul Playoff George, man. He, he went to Highland High School, and I went to Highland High School in Palmdale for a minute. You feel me? That's, that's my connection to PG. I wanted him to come to the Lakers, and, you know, he did the little doulo twist on us, but it's cool, fool, because we ain't need you anyway. You understand me? We we won it. We got what you've been chasing, the elusive NBA championship ring. And you with Kawhi. Hey, hey. Welcome, Clipper fans, to the game tonight. Hey, Mr. Fun Guy, and it don't look like y'all going to do shit again this year so i hope the clippers uh enjoy giving pg all that bread they gave him that max contract he say he, he he back with his old trainer to where he had his mvp season um hmm sir uh you didn't win mvp but i guess he meant uh mvp caliber season so we'll see what the hell he does uh shout out to carl anthony towns let me say that uh i was on instagram and I didn't know, man. I learned, um, I knew about his mom, may she rest in peace. But not only did he lose his mom to COVID-19, he lost seven other family members. Carl Anthony Towns' strength is out of this world. That is a strong individual for you to lose eight people in 2028 one being your mother your mother the rock of your life 
and then you you're still able to go on and and hold it together and play in the NBA, man, and continue your career and do that that speaks volumes to this man's strength and his faith, man. Uh Carl Anthony Towns in my prayers, man, continue to be strong and keep your head up because that's that is tough. That's unimaginable. That that's dealing with some stuff I don't think any of us can fully wrap our head around. Moms and seven others, man, that's <clears throat> that's unbelievable, man. And that uh, sh- shows you that, man, that this, I, you know, this COVID isn't a, it's not a joke, man. Um, you know, a lot of people like it ain't that serious. It is to some people, you know, and I understand that now. Me catching it, I get it. You can bounce back. It's not killing everybody. But some people and their family members are at a high risk. And we got to respect them, man. This man lost eight people. You think he want to he wanna hear about you not want to wear a mask? And you, you believe in his bullshit? And, and your rights being violated? And ah, bah, 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 bah. Government this, government that. You think somebody like Carl Anthony Towns want to hear some shit like that? Respect yourself and other people, man. Let's just let's just try to get through this shit, man. Cause 2020 has been fucked up, to say the least. To say the very fucking least, it's been fucked up. You know, me chasing comedy dreams. Oh my god, what comedy dreams? 2020. <laughs> I was supposed to do Chocolate Sunday's first impression this year. That show was canceled. Not surprised. I had a feeling it was gonna be canceled. They sent me an email. Shout out to the good people over at Chocolate Sundays at the Laugh Factory. They putting on virtual shows as of right now. You go ahead and donate any amount of money and step in and watch that virtual show. Um, But I was supposed to do first impressions, man. I was excited. It took forever to get booked for that shit. And I felt like this was was it. This was going to be one of those pivotal moments in my career that uh would get me more exposure that would put me out there more that would have me being booked more that would probably give me some looks from some people man and um and it it, it got it got postponed that you know we supposed to reschedule when i don't know i just got to keep my eyes peeled for the email for the booking department but uh it sucks it sucks i was really excited like I said, I felt like this was going to be one one of those moments, man, that, that that changes your life, that changes the direction of things and propel you in the direction that you want to go, that you're already heading, but just help fast track me there. You know, I probably would have got an agent or something behind this. In my opinion, this is what I'm thinking. You know, this is how I felt. But uh, things happen for a reason, and, and, you know, I try not to question question god about it you know maybe i wasn't ready or maybe they wasn't ready for me who knows man so looking forward to uh getting rebooked and actually doing that supposed to go do a private party in pennsylvania pa for my family that got canceled uh that was gonna be in january january 2nd that didn't go uh as planned because of covid 
And uh, I had a couple other shows, man, that was supposed to go down. The homie Aaron Colbert. What up, Aaron? Funny comedian. Uh, one of the first dudes I met in this shit. One of the first dudes to throw me up on stage in this shit. You know, Aaron was starting his shows, man. He had his own show rocking. And I think uh, we got two off. I think we got two off, man. And then had to shut down because of COVID, man. So COVID has been uh, real hard on comedy. Me personally, I don't know how my uh, comedian brothers and sisters feel about it. I don't really like doing virtual shows, man. I don't like doing virtual shows. I know people saying you're working and you're working out your jokes and you get to get your material out there and you get to do it, do it. That's what we about, slinging these jokes. But the energy ain't the same, man. The energy is not the same. I did maybe four or five virtual shows and uh, it felt like I was bombing <laughs> the entire hey, uh, time. Even on? though I could see people Hello? laughing and smiling on mute, but it's it's nothing like having that crowd in front of you. Uh, shout out to the comedians that still been able to do that. I know uh, a lot of states like Texas are open and having shows and some comedians I know, Isaiah Kelly, you know, doing a tour with Lavelle Crawford. Shout out to both of y'all, been able to get up in front of people. Uh, Malik B, funny ass dude, Malik B, he got a podcast called Cutting Weight. Y'all check that out. Funny ass dude, man. Uh, him and him and Justin. Shout out to Justin. Funny ass dude. Cool as fuck. His Instagram is Justin Uncut. Check bro out, man. He's 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 funny as fuck. He's also uh, on Cutting Weight Podcast. Both of those brothers are hilarious. Uh, they've been able to tour and do some shows and shit, man. Shout out to them for still been in front of the audience man and, and feeling that energy i miss that shit but uh it's gonna come back around man it's gonna come back around i'm faithful i'm hopeful for 2021 2020 is 2020 <laughs> 2020 itself is a horrible uh fucking joke because it's like right 2020 are the numbers for perfect vision right Oh shit! Well, I just, I just thought about like perfect vision. Maybe 2020 was the the year for everybody to sit down and get their vision out, chart, uh, chart their path. You know, write down their goals, get their vision together, what it is that they want to do with their life. Oh fuck, that just came to me right fucking now. Wow. Because in the beginning of the year, I'm like 2020. I'm born on May 20th. You know what I'm saying? I'm like 2020 on the 20th. This is a sign. This is a year. You know, vision king. And and here we are in December. And we still dealing with COVID-19 and lockdowns and shit here in LA. And uh, it's no fun. It's no motherfucking fun. And, uh, but... You know, I'm able to sit in the room and record and record this podcast. I'm, I'm supposed to do video for this shit, too. I forgot to set the camera up. I spoke about this last episode. I think I just enjoyed the talking aspect of it. 
um the the camera i got it would be my cell phone but that's that's just as good uh it shoots amazing i got an app on my phone too that i would shoot it like crazy um maybe it's because how my setup is at the moment you feel me i got like a coffee mug gatorade and shit you know stuff is scattered around by me you know i've been what is this paper towel right here tissue and shit man trying to fight this cold i don't think that would have been a good look for camera but where i'm sitting at uh behind me you see two pictures of nipsey one he's on the cover of the final call in between that is a picture of myself uh check out that voyage la article uh dope shot and then it's the double xl freshman cover 2010 with Nip right in the middle. J. Cole is on that cover. Wiz Khalifa. J-Rock. Uh, just to name a few. Probably the greatest freshman cover ever. In the history of SSL freshman covers in my opinion. Um, because of how many people actually became so successful. Big Sean is on that cover as well. That cover right there has some heavy weights. Uh. And then you got a couple people that I guess, you know, they assumed was, was on their way, man. And I don't know what happened. Uh, OJ the Juice Man was on that cover. And uh, shout out to OJ. OJ, I don't, what's going on, man? Is he still rapping? I never I, I never was a big OJ the Juice Man fan. Especially after I heard that double XL freestyle. Let me see if I can pull that up for y'all. Listen to this double XL freshman freestyle by OJ the Juice Man. See, it rains on like a basketball player. Freshman of the year like a basketball player. What it do, good man, I'm here to stay. Oh man, good man, we ain't your fade. Hey. 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 What the entire fuck, OJ? <laughs> It's, it's what I'm imagining people saying. You know, that entire freestyle was only about 15 seconds. 15 seconds. But I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rag on OJ. Uh I'm gonna give OJ the juice man props for freestyling because he probably never freestyled. He probably only wrote down everything he said on a track. And freestyling isn't that easy. You feel me? It's not that easy. That's why uh niggas like drake started rapping directly from the phone and made it cool you feel me they they made it cool even though i don't know y'all let me know who's who, who who's a freestyle god i i would say biggie smalls for sure because i feel like big big had the ability to come off the top of the dome and just rip some shit up uh big l uh, who else, man? Who who currently? You know what I mean? I used to think battle rapping was actually off the top of the head until I started to watch the sport a little more and, and got to know this niggas was actually remembering their verses, which is still impressive because some of the shit the motherfuckers say, I'm like, damn, how did you think of that shit? So, but, um, yeah, that was, that, that was OJ the Juice Man's freestyle. And motherfuckers tore OJ a new asshole behind that freestyle. Man, they couldn't believe it. They was, they was like, how the hell did he make this freshman cover uh, off off that that shit? You know, but uh, I think freshman 
is is based on your overall whole hustle and career and uh that's just that's just some shit oj the oj the juice man did that day of of double xl so uh j cole actually did one man let's let's check out j cole's y'all chasing obscene profits so we ain't stopping for the red lights look in my rear view all i see is niggas headlights catch me if you can hope they try and set me and I scramble. Look up in the sky, you'll see exactly where I am, bo. Hey, don't you see me, man? Making my wishes come true with no genie, man. I got the keys to my beamer with no beanie, man. I'm on these rich niggas' ass, no bikini, man. Hey, okay, J. Cole. I feel like J. Cole shit went off the top of the dome. But... Hey, he was prepared. He 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 brought some some dope shit. So you know, when when you know you gonna have to rap nine times out of ten, when you do some shit like that or an interview and you a rapper, they they gonna ask you to rap, man. And um, so come come prepared, like you know, come prepared, man. Come come fucking prepared. If y'all don't mind, let's check out another one, man. Let's check out my boy, rest in peace, neighborhood Nip, man. Let's let's see what Nip brought. It's been so long since I listened to these. I'm loving the nostalgia of it all, man. You know, I remember when I bought that magazine. Like, uh, I was still rapping and into uh, making beats and all that shit. Oh man, ten years ago. That's crazy. How fast uh, time flies, man. Let's check Nip out. Look, I never take a break. Even when I'm hoarse, I was married to the streets, and for this bitch, I got divorced. So I just go hard and let nature take its course. And cinematic records is the label I extort. Nah, see, that's a cheap shot to John Shipes. Most of these rappers now is no bars and all hype. Look when I'm backing out, this yo car have four pipes and bulletproof windows. Fuck around, save your life. They say, hustle, you're the greatest. I say, you're right. I'm more confident than a short Mike. I'm Ali, Gretzky, or Mike. But it's still RSC for life. Them niggas weak like three days, four nights. And I'm the type to bring a shotty to the sword fights. If it ain't first class, won't bore flights. And if it ain't this, nigga, what is your life? What is yours like? Nigga, mine's great. Nothing to it but to do it, nigga. Why wait? Why sit up on the sideline? Why hate? Fuck it, put some cream on his head. Call him pie face. Rest in peace, neighborhood nil. Ugh, my nigga said them niggas is weak like three days and four nights. <laughs> oh man, I miss Nip. It's classic shit right there, man. Classic. You know, I don't know if this was off the head. Who knows? That motherfucker was was nice though. Like, just uh, here's the sad thing, man, about losing Nip. Uh, when we did nip was switching gears and jumping into a completely different type of flow like the way he was coming off you could hear his progression right like nip pin game upgraded to a whole nother level you feel me like you can hear the difference right there in double xl and then if you listen to his music in between these last 10 years, you can hear a difference. And then at the very end, right, when he transitioned, you can hear a difference there. Like the fire this man was was about to bring us out of this fucking 
world you feel me and um man you know at the end of the of these shows i i, I said i want to always do a song of the day or a song of the week if you will and i hope i don't get into any trouble but i feel like a unreleased nip song should be the song of the week you know what matter of fact I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do is play uh, a verse from Nip. He on a track with Rick Ross, man. And this verse of mine is is, is uh, one of my favorites by Nip. And uh, I hope y'all like it. We're going to have that at the end of the show, man. We're we, we going to end it up real soon. I'm going to just finish my, my, my thought and point on Nip. We got robbed, ladies and gentlemen. We we absolutely got robbed. If you're a Nipsey fan, hip hop fan, you you understand what I'm talking about. He was definitely jumping into a whole nother lane. He was he was moving on to an entire new stage with his flow and his lyrics. And we got robbed. We got robbed. The devil uh stole that from us, man. And I'm I'm just praying to God that he has files on files of unreleased music and we could get another full project from him and um release some hard copies or vinyl because i'm gonna go ahead and and buy 10 copies myself but i'm i'm hoping we can get a whole nother project for nip man so i appreciate y'all tuning in and listening man uh right now keeping these kind of short man till i get some guests in here on the phone get the equipment where uh we have people call in uh thank you for listening to the brandon black show podcast this is uh my my new baby i'm a nurture and treat with the utmost respect uh hopefully it's entertaining informative and funny for you it's only gonna get better i appreciate y'all tuning in uh i hope that we can continue to grow together Y'all can see uh, where it's at in its inception. And hey, in 10 years, who knows where this thing will be? In five years, who knows where this thing will be? So I'm going to go ahead and end this show right now with uh, my song of the week. Actually, my verse of the week. Uh, Nipsey gets off on this song called Proud of That, him and Rick Ross. Y'all leave a comment. Let me know what you think. Don't forget to... uh, subscribe rate we will be on apple Podcasts and other platforms very soon you can check this show out on anchor and it's brought to you by black rose affair clothing man out here beating the eyes black rose affair anybody labeled a potential failure or statistic due to environment or circumstance but became successful that is you man you are black rose and you made it to the affair the party success man so let's continue to thrive out here Keep our heads up, stay safe, protect other people, man. This your boy, Brandon Black. I holla. No punch. I just mean we working hard. Nighttime with my locs on. 600 bands with them foes on. Been through everything, but I rolled on. And I ain't never quit or take no loans. And I'm proud of that. 
back to the wall, I was so stoned. Self-made nigga, I was so low. Hot up in the kitchen, I was so stoned. But nigga couldn't tell me nothing, I was so rogue. I had ARs, fofos, Alpinas on low pros. Brought K's with us and cop phase, nigga. And I used to get good grades, nigga. Mama paid the bills but couldn't save, nigga. So we couldn't ask for no J's, nigga. See, that's the type of shit changed, niggas. Now from the street, she couldn't save, niggas. Only difference was we wasn't playing with it. Wasn't in it for the hoes or the fame, nigga. Swear to God, I couldn't buy a bag of Lay's, nigga. And I'd rather be a sinner than a shame, nigga. So like that. I rationalize it in my brain, nigga. Even if I was a victim to the game, it was better than living life as a slave, nigga. Be right back. Had to turn myself into a paid, nigga. I did dirt because I was climbing out the grave, nigga. To go straight and re-examine my ways. That was the concept. And now they telling me I'm next. But please, my nigga, please, my nigga, don't take this out of context. All the nights I dealt with my stress, all the triple bunks where I slept, all the busted knuckles, all the smoking guns, and all the shit I did for my set. All my niggas is gone, they got stretched. But now your nigga is on, so don't fret. It's a marathon of success. So all my niggas that's home, we run laps. I got a flight tomorrow, I'm gonna catch. I got a presidential Rolex. I had my mom made up, got my grind game up. Now I thank the Lord, I'm so blessed. And it's nighttime, I got Lokes on. You never expected this. 600 bins with the foes on. The west side, the my side. Get through everything, but I rolled on. That's right. And I ain't never could have taken no loans. And I'm proud of that. My life.